Hi, I'm Lucy from Beaver. Today is Wednesday, the 29th of November 2023, and this is your November news flash. The 18th to the 24th of November was Antimicrobial Awareness Week. Beaver issued a plea to horse owners to not hoard their leftover antibiotics and either use them inappropriately or to dispose of them in normal waste or to flush them down the toilet or down drains. They were asked to return them to their vets as soon as possible for appropriate disposal in clinical waste. Discussing the impact on antimicrobial resistance and the environment is encouraged and Beaver has the Protect Me toolkit available for practices to use to help them to decide when and which antibiotics to use and also how to communicate these things with their clients. If you haven't already read it, President-elect Bruce Bladen has written an excellent article for veterinary practice titled Measuring Antibiotic Use in Equine Practice. This looks at how much equine practice is contributing or not to the overuse of antibiotics and therefore the impact on resistance. Past President Tim Mayer, who is Vet Team AMR Equine Clinical Lead, has recorded a podcast with Pam Mosdale for RCVS Knowledge, discussing how their new initiative will provide equine veterinary teams with knowledge, resources and tools to make positive changes in their antimicrobial prescribing. In British racing, the implementation of affordability checks on vetting could have a knock-on effect on equine welfare and veterinary science by reducing revenue available. The government have been warned of this effect and discussions are ongoing and a debate took place in Westminster Hall at the end of October that discussed how the proportion of money that goes into the sport from the betting levy is already amongst the lowest of any major racing nation, and the implementations being proposed could reduce those funds by a further 11%. The British Veterinary Union, or BVU, has unveiled a new policy paper this month which calls for EMS placements to be fully integrated into the teaching of veterinary degrees. They say a complete overhaul of the present veterinary degree training placement arrangements is necessary to tackle the sector's employment crisis. Reforms to the existing rules which include cutting the required number of weeks and scrapping individual species requirements are due to be introduced by the RCVS next year. The BVU believes that EMS should be integrated into the degree programme in a similar manner to the system used for human medical degrees. They feel that students should not be asked to complete placements during holiday periods and claims that its approach would fully eliminate the financial burdens placed on their students. Good news for students. Earlier this month, Beaver announced that Beaver and BSEVA, the British Student Equine Veterinary Association, have come together to provide joint membership for UK veterinary students. BSEVA President Florrie Clark believes that the talks and resources available through Beaver membership will benefit those that are hopefully entering into a career path in equine and enable support to extend to all those students and open accessibility to those that may otherwise not have considered an equine career. RCVS Council have approved a comprehensive new project to enhance veterinary clinical career pathways. Their aim is to expand and diversify the career options available to the profession, including new training programmes and statuses. This includes the development of a veterinary speciality training programme in primary care, which will take five years. They look to redefine the definition of veterinary clinical roles to both the profession and the wider public, which will include consideration of a new name for the current advanced practitioner status. 
They hope to develop flexible and accessible routes for specialist training, which will extend beyond the typical internship or residency models and include training models more accessible for primary care practice and for those at different stages of their career and life. While this has been held as a tremendous piece of work by some, others have voiced concerns that people at the front line may become de-skilled, disenfranchised and disempowered, and also it may impact their salaries and the experiences of their clients. This project will be explored over a two-year period. If you're looking to expand on your own career experiences, the Beaver Trust is looking for volunteers to go to the Gambia Horse and Donkey Trust for two weeks in February from around the 6th to the 20th, depending on flights. If you're keen, please do get in touch with Leah at the Beaver Trust to find out more details. We have another update from the Equine Infectious Disease Surveillance Group. They're working with Zoetis and the equine industry to develop a testing strategy for lapsed vaccinated stallions due to the delay in the supply of equine viral arteritis vaccine Equip Artivac. As we approach the 2024 breeding season, some lapsed stallions may test positive on serology, which cannot be solely attributed to vaccination due to their lapsed status. The working group aims to provide a clear decision tree to determine the appropriate course of action and associated diagnostic laboratory tests to be applied to lapsed vaccinated stallions, ensuring accurate results and informed decision making for the upcoming breeding season. In the coming weeks, detailed information will be circulated to all stakeholders, outlining the necessary testing procedures. The determination of these protocols will depend on whether previous samples were taken from individual stallions and had been previously advised. In addition, the EIDS have released a report of an outbreak of equine influenza in two animals on a premises in Northumberland during the week commencing the 19th of November. We would like to remind vets to sign up for the HBLB-funded Equine Influenza Surveillance Scheme, which provides free-of-charge PCR testing for suspected cases of equine flu in the UK, and also to register for the Telltale Text Alerts, a service supported by Boehringer Ingelheim. Both of these can be done by visiting the EIDS website and clicking on the Sign Up tab. They would also like to remind any vets getting a positive flu diagnosis from their testing lab that it would be hugely helpful if they could complete an EIDS outbreak form, which is also available on the website under the Forms and Resources tab, and return it to them remembering to tick the box at the top of the form, agreeing to a brief anonymised alert to be issued in order to help raise general awareness and contribute to important surveillance. Journal of the Week is Diagnostic Approaches, Etiological Agents and Their Associations with Short-Term Survival and Laminitis in Horses with Acute Diarrhoea Admitted to Referral Institutions by Gomez et al. And this was published in Equine Veterinary Journal on the 20th November. In other Beaver podcasts this month, we have an Eve podcast featuring Kirsty Pickles discussing trigeminal mediated head shaking with podcaster Lauren Lowry. CPD announcements for this month, you have a last chance to book the following courses. Imaging, not imagining. Image acquisition and appraisal, which is an online series with the next event being held on Thursday, the 30th of November. Then on Wednesday, the 6th of December, we have Innovation in Practice, an online course. 
Then the following day, on Thursday the 7th, we have the Advanced Reproduction Discussion Forum, which is online. And the following day, Friday the 8th, we have the Advanced Discussion Forum on Orthopaedic Soft Tissue Injury, which is being held in person at the Newmarket Equine Hospital, but is also available with an option to attend online. Then we have our exciting new courses at the London International Horse Show. On Thursday the 14th, there is Unravelling Unsoundness, How to Approach, Understand and Manage a Complex Case. This is at Excel in London. And then on Friday the 15th, we have the Championing Soundness Day, Unlocking Lessons from Elite Sport. CPD courses to look out for. In 2024, we have laminitis, EMS, PPID and their part in the pedal bone downfall, which is an online course on Thursday the 25th of January. And an ambulatory nursing course is taking place at Bottle Green Training in Derbyshire on Thursday the 20th of March. Don't forget to check out the fundamentals courses, which cover all the basics and all you need to know to be comfortable and confident in equine practice. Free member benefits that are coming up include the Restorative Dentistry Part 2, which is a transatlantic equine clinic taking place on the evening of Wednesday the 20th of December. And on Wednesday the 10th of January, we have a sarcoids clinical catch-up. If you'd like to find out more about what the Education Committee have been doing, Chair and President Roger Smith has issued a video update which is available on the website, on the Beaver Buddy app and via our social media channels. We've added links in the podcast description for your information on everything covered in this episode and I'd like to thank you all for listening and we'll be back next month.